You are now tuned into All Bets In with my guys. My guys, my guys, my guys. My guys sports. A man with the dream What's up, everybody? Welcome to All Bets In with my guy Sports. What's this week 16, episode 15? I'm B Spurl Spurl Online. Moneyline Rich here. Hey. Hey. What's going on with you, Moneyline? Nothing much, man. Another day, another dollar. Week 16. Um, season is coming to an end with this extra game. Two more weeks. Playoff race is getting thicker. Looking forward to putting out some picks and, and making some clients and making you guys some money. Hey man, that's uh, that's always a goal. Happy holidays, man, to everybody out there. Um, you know, safe travels, and I hope everybody's enjoying the time with their peoples. Uh, be safe. Um, yeah, coming coming to you just to uh, go down the slate, man. Lots of lots to watch out for, man. This is uh, you know, as we know, you know, the COVID situation and everything. Uh, guys are you know going into protocols, coming back from protocols. So you know, uh, same as last week, man. You kind of want to wait as wait as long as you can. Um, sometimes to make some of these picks, so you know who's in and who's who's not playing. Um, you know, so it's happening with a, with a, with a few games here. Um, yeah, but uh, before we talk about this week, man, how's uh, how'd you think about last week, week 15? Man, impressed with Patrick Mahomes and getting his groove back. They, they're they downright scary. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if they just don't roll their ass back into the, the Super Bowl. Like, it never, like, it, like, they just, we forgot about it. We thought they were reeling that defense. Steve Spagnuolo did something to that defense and brought it back to life. And they just look dangerous. You know, they, they look like they were going to ropes against the Chargers, and they dug deep and they found a way to put them away in overtime. I was impressed by that completely. I was like really, really impressed by them. You know, he's obviously, you know, Pat Mahomes is what he is, but you know, for a team that struggled that hard and you know and had to adjust and no real run game, no nothing. They just been on fire, and their defense is a big reason why. Man, no, they uh, during the, the beginning <laughs> of the season, they were uh, they were on the ropes. It felt like you know uh, going down a different direction. So they 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 really just reinvented some reinvented themselves, man, throughout the season. And defense has gotten better. Like you said, shout out to uh, Spagnola, defensive coordinator there. I mean, just. Um, you know, just weathered the storm, got some guys healthy and, you know, picked up some guys. I know they picked up Melvin Ingram there as well, too. So, you know, no, they've been playing uh, playing a lot better. So um, it'd be it'd be interesting uh, to see how they how they finish here going down the stretch. But it'd be tough to beat them, especially with their defense playing well. Yeah, it'd be tough. Uh, they got, I, I think they're not the if you have a good secondary, you can compete because you got to make them force them to run. You know, but if you got a double team, Kelsey and shit like that, you just, you know, not, 
it's not a recipe for disaster. You got Tyreek, you got Kelsey. If you just solely let them get 120, 130 a game apiece, you really stand no chance. So I think the only team that can beat them is a team that can, like New England, honestly, a team that can match up, you know, on the secondary boundaries and and just and force them to run the ball and that's the and rush for. That's not how you're gonna beat them. Could the Colts beat them? Ooh. I think they'll give them some problems. I think it'd be close. Give, I think, yeah, I, I, I guess it's the Carson Wentz thing for me. I'm a big Carson Wentz fan too, but I, I just struggle to see if he's capable of of winning a major marquee game. And I'm not 100% outside of Taylor. Like, I'm not impressed with their weapons. All right. So I think that's the only thing that questions me. I think New England can beat them. Yeah. But it, it it's easier for I think it'd be easier for the Colts to beat them than New England. I think the Colts, okay, okay. Because yeah. if you you really have to put eight, nine in a box to stop Taylor, but if you do that, can Wentz deliver and not get torque the offense line is great, it's getting better again, getting back to the old. So, you know, it just it is a matter that's just what it's a matter of. But I look at the AFC, I mean there's not many teams that can beat them. Like I said, I, I mean, the, I, the Bills could. Shit. I mean, I don't think they're, – they're not scared of them at all. Yeah, the Bills – I think the Bills can beat the Chiefs. Yeah, they're yeah, not scared yeah, of them yeah. at all. So, I think – but, you know, you just don't know what Josh Allen's going to show up. You know, they got weapons and I just – they're just out of sync and they can't run the ball and they have no secondary and nobody's scared of their defense. So, you know, it just – it makes it tough to deal with. Yeah, not having um, not having white might change the outcome a little bit at, uh, yeah. as well for uh, for the Bills. So I, I forgot about that injury. That's a big one. But yeah, Travis yeah. White not having him is, is huge. Yeah. No, that's a uh, no. Chiefs a good one. A good one to point out there. Um, man, a. Uh, the Saints defense shutting out Tom Brady. I mean, that was um, – they really have – Dennis Allen really has that team's number. You know, he just he just does. Um, yeah, he did. He know what the fuck he doing. So, that was impressive, you know. Um, and, I, and I had put Tampa Bay on, uh, on the money line there. And, I mean, if you would have told me before the game that the Saints was going to win and they was going to score nine points – to do it, you know, I I I probably had bet you again. <laughs> so that's yeah, I didn't double, expect double them to get, Yeah, <laughs> I would I didn't expect them to go and not score any points. So but I gotta shout out the defense, man, because I I kind of been um you know uh kind of critical of, about of them as a whole. Um but they they came to they came to play. Everybody was back healthy, seemed like um and they they dominated that matchup. So uh, that one, that one definitely stood out. Um, and uh, what was, uh, man, the Steelers, they just keep finding some way to just like, I think we was talking about it last week, the AFC North It's like, who, who, who's going to win a, who wants to win a AFC North right now? It's like Baltimore is banged up, but like, they're still probably the best team. Then the Bengals are the most talented, but you know they never been there before, so they and they can't be consistent. 
And then you got the Steelers who just just probably shouldn't even be in the race anymore, but just hanging, <laughs> just hanging around. So, um, you know, getting beat up that first half and come back, and I think they forced like three second half turnovers or something like that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, came back and won the game. So, um, yeah, that, that team is, uh, man, is still fighting. So that's a exciting race there in the AFC North to see how that one finishes. Um, no, I, I agree. I agree with that 100%. Yeah, and then the Miami Dolphins, uh, what's that, seven wins in a row? Um, they on fire. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, not all the best competition throughout them games outside the Ravens, but I mean, just winning ball games. So, uh, not discrediting them, discrediting, uh, you know, the streak they're on right now because they started in off the playoff sketchy. Hunt. Yeah, in the playoff. Hunt. Yeah, they didn't work their way back in the playoff. Hunt. Like, Flores got that team flourishing. Hey, playing good football. So, and Tua's been playing a lot better. I think he's, he Absolutely. looks comfortable, looking a lot comfortable to, Offensive line was terrible. It's not great, but they've been playing a lot better. Like, um, so it's uh, so that's another team. So they they've been playing been been playing well. So giving themselves a chance after that good bad start start there to the season. I I'm I'm in 100 agree with you. I'm so I'm very uh, that was something to really pay attention to. And then I was just like. The transformation they had—they playing like essentially they were playing last season, and you can yeah. you can appreciate that because it's uh, something you don't see every day. And then I, my last thing is the Detroit Lions. Dan Campbell thought this shit was a joke when the season started, but I've never seen a team run through a wall for a coach, you know, outside of Harbaugh and Andy Reid and you know Matt Lafleur and them teams. But man, he just looks like that. He he looks like in five to six years. As long as he can keep the respect of the locker room, man, you know, even questionable shit he was saying, they never wavered for him. They just always, always, always was in tune with him, and and they be believing shit. So it's like, man, I'm almost a believer now. When you betting games against the line, you gotta fucking think twice. Like, uh, should I bet this, or should I just leave it alone? Because I don't know what their motivation is, but they they gonna compete. Hey man, they came out there and whooped on the Cardinals. And that was a game I, I definitely was like, they then they're not gonna show up. <laughs> and they was uh they 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 was the opposite of that, showed up big time. Um and they you know, they seem like their goal isn't necessarily to get the pick. Their goal is to just finish playing and creating a culture of good football and you know, they've been playing hard. So um without the without Without the most talent, I mean, I would say they're probably the least talented. Them and the Texans, um, you know, out of those teams, and you know, they're playing, they're playing good, good football. So, um, no, for real, he. Uh, a lot of people, you know, joked about that, you know, the interviews and stuff. But you know, it it is what it is. Maybe these that's you know his personality, how he likes to be with the media, you know, just kind of playing coy. So you just never know. Um, but it's funny no. to us not, right? Yeah, it's funny <laughs> to us not. Hey, but um, yeah, no, those and then uh, Cooper Cup and Jonathan Taylor, man, having tremendous seasons. Um, those are two players. Of, uh, 
I mean, I don't know who you give it to offensive offensive player of the year. I mean, it's it's neck Jonathan and neck. <laughs> it's neck and neck. But um, no, both of them uh, just having a tremendous season. Any uh any other players or coaches any uh thing you have? No, for I think that was that was really it for me. Got you. Let's let's go ahead and jump into this slate right here. Got the first game here in the morning. Cleveland Browns at the Green Bay Packers. Packers favorite seven and a half. Total of 46 and a half. This game open Green Bay seven, total of 44. Green Bay coming off that one point win last week in Baltimore. Um, escaped with the missed two point conversion there at the end by Baltimore. Um, it kind of looks like they look like they started letting their foot off the gas in that game. Uh, then you got yeah, the you let the yeah, it's, it, it seemed like it after a while just kind of got passive. And then you got the Cleveland Browns uh, coming off that loss at home against the Raiders um, on Monday Night Football, the rescheduled game there, missing a lot of guys that game due to COVID protocols. Um, and I think they get a lot of these guys back this game. Um, believe Baker is supposed to be giving it a go this game. So he's playing he's Jarvis Landry. Miles Garrett questionable. questionable. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say he goes. There you go. What's your what's your look he, on this? He one? Does it. Um, I like the first half under. I think both teams would be a little rusty. Um Packers traditionally haven't started off fast. Um, in the first half, first quarter, definitely. I don't, I think they scored a touchdown one time in the first quarter. Um, this season, I think that was against the Minnesota Vikings. I believe we watched that game where the Vikings covered the first half, um, that we picked on. But outside of that, they just, you know, it almost seems like they just don't feel like anybody can stop them so they can just afford to, you know, start off slow. And they don't think there's a defense that can shut them down. And then, I don't like it because it's a it's a it's a mindset you want to come in and put your foot on their neck immediately. But I mean they've had a lot of offensive lines switching up and this is probably going to be the best pass rush they probably have faced outside of the Rams. So I'm not really sure in the beginning of the game if they get rolling, it's gonna be cold in Lambeau. Um and then on the flip side. You know, Packers didn't have Kenny Clark last week. You can tell the difference in that defense with him not playing. And I don't think Green Bay Packers feel fear Baker Mayfield at all. In order to beat Green Bay, you have to have some kind of mobile quarterback or you got to have dynamic receivers like the Vikings that can stretch them out. And I don't think people Jones and Jarvis Landry are enough to to stop the Packers from – I mean, to move the ball in Packers enough to beat them long term. So I think they're both going to struggle in the beginning. I think they will. So I like, I think the first half under is what, 17, 18? Um, Let me double sure. check. No, I'm on the vacay. Let me see here. Might be a little harder than that now. Oh, under is 46. So I think it's what, 22 then? 24. Okay. Yeah, I definitely like that. Yeah. There's no there's no way both of these teams are putting up 24. Unless the only how I can see it happen 
is if Green Bay just go in there and takes no shit and decide they just gonna blow their ass out, or if Miles Garrett doesn't play. Uh, do you think they can run the ball against the Packers? I think they can. I think they can. I I I think they can, but for how long is my question? Yeah, because eventually you're gonna have to throw the ball because Green Bay defense is not weak enough where. You can just you can take the Bill Belichick approach and run the ball forty times because Green Bay does have bounty say, uh, uh, cornerbacks that can just leave on the island. They don't give a fuck. They be like, if you beat us, you beat us. You know, Rasul Douglas. You know, shout out to his Pro Bowl selection this year, alternate, and then the 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 kid Eric Stokes. And I don't think that the that the Cleveland Browns have enough receivers to stretch them before Adrian Amos comes up the up the middle. You know. And, and starts playing in the in the box, so I don't yeah. know. I just feel like I if if anybody's strategy let Baker beat you, and even a good game for Baker is like two fifty. I don't know if two fifty is enough because that means your defense. You know, if you run the ball, like you get your defense some rest. So I think that's only a positive. But if you don't convert touchdown, you kick field goals, and the Aaron Rodgers go out there and score seven points, then you know it's then you you know backtracking. So I think the run the ball would depend on the pace that Green Bay comes out of. Because Green Bay just comes out the gate and scores 7, 10, or 7, 14, you know, 14 points, and they take them out the game. Change, yeah, change it, change his name. And I think they like that. And that may be their philosophy that we're going to start fast. If we start fast and we make Baker throw the ball 40 times, we win it. Because he's going to throw the ball. Green Bay is, I think, fourth in the league in interceptions. That – you don't want to turn the ball against Aaron Rodgers. You got to win. Hey, yeah, it's uh, – I think we also talked about uh, – talked about red zone, red zone defense. And uh, Cleveland looks like to be here um, towards the bottom part, 26. Yeah. I'm going to say they're bottom. Red zone defense. Yeah, it's a um, – yeah, it's a game I didn't I didn't have um I didn't have strong looks for. The only ways I was looking to play the game was um Green Bay uh tease it teasing it down for them to win. I don't know if uh I don't know if the Browns, I mean they're they're desperate because they're not officially eliminated, but at the same time, I don't know how much confidence this team has in what they're doing right now to be able to go on the road and beat um, Green Bay at Green Bay. But the line isn't really moving off the seven and a half. So I would think that, um, you know, that's kind of, that's kind of weird. Um, at least I would think it move up to at least like eight. So it seems like, you know, it'd probably be, uh, like you said, it'd probably be slower in the first half. And, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if, I wouldn't be surprised if the Browns got off to a better start than the Packers, um, just yeah. because. Um, and like you said, in the second half, when they can't just run to run the ball no more, and then after that, then they kind of run out of run out of gas. Um, and then I was looking at um, um, the uh, Nick Chubb running back the. Uh, the rushing yards, I think, were like 88 and a half. So that felt kind of high. But, you know, those are the only, only ways I kind of looked at the game.
just because the number is weird, not really moving. So it, it seems more so like this game would probably be closer than what people think. I don't know how, you know, I don't really see it that the outcome being that way just because, you know, um, I'm not even the defense. Cleveland's defense is okay, you know, but they do yeah, give yeah. up some yards as well. So it's like definitely you're going to let Aaron Rodgers move the ball up and down the field. That's, yeah, they're giving up 250 yards a game passing. Aaron <laughs> Rodgers is fucking hot. There's not a hotter quarterback right now. Man, that's tough. That's tough to really stop him if you just don't let him do that. And you can't – and you don't have a good red zone defense. No, and can you stop them from running – what can you stop them from running the ball? Man, can can Cleveland stop Green Bay from yeah. running the ball? Because let's be honest, Green Bay running game ain't been hot this year because the offensive line problems. Aaron Jones has been, you know, average because yeah. he's still getting healthy. I mean, there's going to be a time where he's going to break the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? It's coming. It's coming. You know, I think they've been real conservative this year just in general with injuries and everything else. So they know how big it is for them to run fuck around. That's why Jari Alexander hasn't played. I think he's ready to come back now, but they just not going to fuck around. Green Bay going to be – Green Bay getting Zadarius back and Jari back next week. So I just think there's a team that just – you got to beat teams when they down low, and you got to beat them when you need to put them out their misery. And, and Green Bay is good at putting teams out their misery. At least Aaron Rodgers is. Yeah. No, it looks uh what Cleveland Cleveland's statistically top ten in rushing yards per game. Defense. But uh last three games they've given up 121 yards per game on the on the ground. So um you know, not as good here the recent games. I I mean I guess the uh the Raiders game, you know, however much you want to weigh uh, out, not yeah, weigh a- out. Asterisk almost. Yeah, exactly. You know, so. Um, but it looks to be decent on the ground. And they got a couple of corners. So, you know, I know that's usually how, um, you know, you kind of slow down the Green Bay a little bit is if you got some guys that can cover and play some man coverage and, you know, kind of catch Green Bay out of rhythm to start. So I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, for this not to for this line not to be moving up towards the uh and it might tomorrow just because Green Bay is like a more public bet team. So it might move up to like eight, you know, eight tomorrow. But you know, for it to be as where it is, it's almost like at some point in this game, Cleveland's gonna be, you know, in a competitive space. So I would say probably first half versus the second half of this game. I think if, yeah. I think if Baker gets down, that's that's when it's trouble because he's gonna start forcing passes and you know and that and that can be bad. But and he loses kind of control of the game. So, but uh, man, it just it's a uh, it's very hard because Aaron Rodgers. Rare, I, I don't remember last time he's he doesn't have a losing record at home in December. They're ninety percent winning since two thousand eighteen at home in December. Yeah. No, it's tough to I think it'd be tough to beat him. That's why I lean towards the uh just at putting it on a teaser down to one and a one and a half. You can take a six point teaser, don't even have to pay the extra. You can get Green Bay one and a half. Because I, I, I don't really see Cleveland beating them in this game, but yeah. You know. 
But yeah, that's uh, that was the only looks I had on this one. Yeah, that's, I'm done. That's all for me too. All right. Next game we got here, we got the Colts at the Cardinals. Arizona one and a half total forty nine, and this one open Arizona four and a half total forty nine. So it jumped um, to two now. Said two now. Yeah, said two now. Arizona two. Look like it just looked like it just jumped. Okay, Arizona two. And yep, so Arizona this two. so there's been some movement, uh, some buy on the Colts early in the week. Total hasn't moved too much. Uh, Cardinals coming off the blowout loss on the road in Detroit. And the Colts are coming off that big-time home win against the Patriots. Um, Colts playing good football right now. Cardinals are in a kind of funky space, um, losing the last two games here, trying to find um, trying to find their, their rhythm back and get some guys healthy. Um What's your uh, what was your looks at this game right here? Um, I initially had liked the Colts um, because we know Arizona can't stop the run. Um, but something about this game just it, it hasn't set well with me or, or you know really strong. I feel like the Colts defense is really good. They are a little banged up. I just wonder if they can run. If their defense can can continue to play at that level on a, on traveling, obviously on a short week, traveling to, to Arizona and trying to, you know, play a fast place team like that, you know, being away from your family for Christmas and all the things like that factor in against the Cardinal team that's been struggling to kind of struggling to kind of, you know, make ends meet, you know, they've been struggling as a team. And I just feel like um, this is a spot I think Arizona has to win. You know, Ye went from number one seed to four seed in, a, in 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 24 hours. And I don't think they can afford to lose another game, especially with the Rams, you know. Pretty much, you know, they lose. You know, they they, they fuck around and won't win the division because they got to play the Rams again. And I don't think you want to play the Rams in that spot when they hot. And, you know, there's an opportunity for you to win. But then on the flip side is the Colts are also playing for, you know, a trip to the playoffs. I just wasn't impressed by the Carson Wentz yet. I don't, I don't, something's going on with, with what's going on with their offense. Like, Jonathan Taylor is good, but it, I mean, no team is going to let this man just come around and just run 200 yards a game. Like, he's good, but he's not Derrick Henry where you just have no option to stop him. You know, Wentz got to make some plays, and it's kind of like it reminds me of the Jimmy G situation that we watched in the playoffs, I say in 2019 against the Minnesota Vikings, where they just took the ball out of his hands the year they went to the, the Super Bowl. They just took the fucking ball out of his hands. They were just like, eh, you know, we're just going to run a damn ball. We're going to run a ball against Green Bay down their throat. We're going to run a ball against Minnesota down their throat. We're just going to run a goddamn ball. And I I don't, I think that they don't – I'm just questioning, can they – do they trust Wentz? So I say all I have to say is that, to me, it's a matter of, can Kyler Murphy cut down the turnovers and move the ball against his fast defense? And can Carson Wentz make enough plays to – to, to have his team the victory, they decide to sell out and run. So you think they should be? You think they should be passing it a little, a little more? 
Yeah, I mean, you gotta have NFLs, but I know you gotta win games, but you gotta have some kind of balance. You know, it's it, you gotta run the ball obviously in the later the later months and shit. But they're a dome team. You know, if you had to go to the playoffs and say, okay, we're gonna run the ball, you know, a a, a fucking thousand times, this is what we're gonna do. It's like how how long can you how long can you sustain that? You know, like if they were playing in the like right now, can can you run the ball fifty times against Tennessee, Kansas City, New England, the Chargers, you know, the Bills probably, the Ravens, the Steelers, can could you run the ball against them fifty times? At some point you're gonna be asked to make plays. You know, there's you know, because nobody's gonna that shit's not happening to any if they were making the Super Bowl, they can be any team in the NFC. So, you know, and then Bill Belichick, you know, they they lost that game. That was a, it was a tight game. But, you know, can you think Bill Belichick going to let Jonathan Taylor run for 200 yards on him again? I doubt it. I just need to see more from Wentz. This is, their defense is not as good, but it's not that dominant to, to allow him to run the ball like that. They've been successful. I just – with a team like the Cardinals who score a lot, can you guys – and score fast, can they afford to continue to be running the ball like that is, is what my concern is. I mean, I don't, I don't uh, I mean, I, I think it's for them more so game to game. I mean, so I think some games call for them to run the, run the ball more, some call for them to pass it more. Um, I definitely think they got – he's their best player. So, I think you you got to give you fine ways to get your best player the ball. Frank Reich has always drew up, you know, a great run game. Even when they had uh, the other running back, Marlon Mack, he was a – thousand plus yard rusher as well i mean this guy's just better than marlon Mack, so they just kind of feed him the ball it's it's tough to not it's tough to just justify not giving him the ball that's the only thing it's like i agree 21 passes in two games that's heavy yeah i mean the game before that at tampa bay threw 40 40 plus times and they lost right yeah they wouldn't give him the ball so to me it's just that's that the game plan was weird for that. Like you don't even attempt to do it. So that, that to me, that's that's what I mean. Like they're they're not balanced enough. Where's the balance? So yeah. I get that. What you said makes sense. I just you you got to find some kind of balance in it because if he can go out there and, and torque that defense, he can't do anything against the Patriots. I know the Patriots have good secondary, but goddamn, they're not the they're not the fucking two thousand one Baltimore Ravens or nothing. So. It just, I just to me, it just that it, it looks like they're struggling to commit to their identity as a, as an offensive football team. Yeah, that's uh-huh. what that's well, that's just what my observation is. You're yeah. right, game to game, but can you you know this is a different team now. You're going against the Cardinals, different type of offense. They run seventy five, almost eighty plays a game. So we'll see. I mean, that's that's my take on that. Yeah. I mean, it seemed like this is a game they would try to come in and run the ball a lot more, to, I guess, to slow the tempo of the game down, I would think. But, you know, it depends on how where they are in the game. So if they're getting jumped on, you know, yeah. they probably, I mean, naturally your run game is not, is not uh, existing as much. But I think – I don't know. I think this is a weird game because I think uh, I, my first look was the Colt, was the Colts – but then this situation it leans more so to Arizona, and it's just you know the Colts seem to be like a real public, um, uh, public 
dog play this this weekend. But I mean the the thing about it is I don't know if Arizona can necessarily just keep Indy out the game. Like it's like That's a good point. Because the one thing about playing fast is if if Arizona tries to play fast against the, this team and they just getting off the field, that's that's going to be trouble. Now you taking his rhythm away. Now he not getting snaps, and now you got to go out here and stop this dude from running the football. And they haven't been good at stopping the run. So, you know, it's one of those games where I can see the strength of the Cardinals playing against them if they're not able to – get success um, offensively and they, they start off slow or they're not converting third downs or, you know, they get a first down and the next next set of first downs, they get off the field. Like if they're not clicking and you that, that can be tough. Um, but I don't know. It feels like the Cardinals are going to win, but it's hard to pick against the, uh, the Colts just because of the matchup I think can cause some – the Cardinals issues that that kind of made me lean towards the over, but the, it hasn't moved. Um, so it's been sitting at 49 all week. So, you know, um, my my best look on this game was uh, Kyler Murray completions um, at, at 22 and over 22 and a half. But, you know, I kind of feel like he might be a like around the borderline, but you know, I think whether even if the Colts start up in this game, you know, I think they're they invite you to pass the ball. They play a lot of soft coverage, a lot of cover two. Arizona is kind of beat up. I think Connor, uh, James Connors, uh, on the report didn't practice most of the week, if I'm not mistaken. I got to look at that game, but yeah, he did. He had me a touchdown so, machine. Yeah, so they they'll probably end up being forced to throw the ball a little bit more. Um, and I think they kind of – Kyler Murray needs to get some rhythm, get his rhythm back going into the, you know, going into this postseason. So, um, I think they'll throw the ball, and I think he'll get completions just because I'm not sure if they'll – they'll be more so with concern from stopping big plays um, than letting him just, you know, complete the ball. Um, oh, another part about the Colts is I think they down a few offensive linemen. So, that, that can uh, – uh, that might be that might hurt you as well. I think they got a couple in uh, protocol, and I think they may have got one injured. Uh, I think the center, the, I think the center might be Guard, out. Um, Quinn Nelson, too. Nelson, yeah, yeah. yeah he 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 had top five at his position, so top five. Big. Yeah. So that could be you know that could be real big, um, you know, as far as the Colts, especially if Carson don't have offensive line, they're not able to get a run game going. That can. Uh, you know, that can be big. But, yeah, this is – uh that was my best look on this game was the Kyler Murray completions. Uh, completions, probably. I like that. Yeah, that's all I have for that game. Yeah, uh, me too. All right. Let's go to this next one here. We got the Ravens at the Bengals. Bengals favorite four and a half, total of 44. And this one open, Bengals two and a half, total 44 and a half. Um, Bengals coming off of that win in Denver, 15 to 10. Um, big time uh, roll win for that, for that team, uh, bounce back there. And the Ravens coming off that, that home loss to the Packers where they lost by one. 
Uh, Tyler Huntley played a great game, though. Um, just came up short there. Um, this was a game we kind of talked about there off, uh, you know, off the uh, off the show. Um, uh, definitely caught my interest as I looked at it, you know, after the first few days. And the biggest thing that stood out to me in this game was how it opened Cincinnati two and a half. Um, and that right there kind of told a story. It's like almost like, you know, why would this, you know, and I get it, Cincinnati doesn't have, you know, the greatest home field advantage, so they're not getting the full points there. But, I mean, if we just look at how these teams played last week, the injuries to one team versus the injuries to another team, I think the Bengals was just on um, – I think Joe Burrow was just on there making a comment about how everybody's avoiding COVID because there's nothing to do in Cincinnati. They ain't going anywhere. And then, you know, the Ravens, you know, just a bucket list of injuries. You know, this game was 41-17 last time these two two teams played in Baltimore. And all that being said, they don't even get a full field goal at home. You know, that was that's what stood out, stood out to me in this game. Um, Absolutely. I'll let, you, I'll let you rip and run on this one uh, a little bit here. Oh, I just had a short look. I, I, liked, I, I, I like the Ravens uh, just because, like I said, I, that we talked offline. Um, I think the Bengals are a team where they'll they'll finish out 500, or I don't know if it's impossible yet for them to finish a little bit, maybe a game over, a game under. You know, they're, they're, they're an inconsistent team. And the Bengals traditionally have been an inconsistent team, even back to Andy Dalton days and Carson Palmer days. It's really inconsistent. You know, I, I there's something about them that doesn't get them over the hump. So very explosive, very young, um, very hungry. I just think they're in a spot where the Ravens, just, you know, want to get into a place where they can get in the playoffs. So I think they feel like they can beat anybody, um, which is crazy. But I feel like, feel like they believe they can. And I just feel like it's a spot where it's a veteran game and a team who's been here before. and are stepping into a place where, like, you know, this team could beat us. You know, they, they've shown they – they do the shit. They think they ran the ass, I believe, last time they played. And, you know, you got to go out with some pride. And, and this offense is a little bit different with, with Huntley back there, man. Um, the Bengals not going to let them run as much as the as the Packers did. Um, the the defensive line in Cincinnati is very good, and and they're all – they seem to look like, in the report, they're all healthy. So I think they'll stop that contain. Um, my thing is that if he doesn't run out the pocket, he stands in the pocket and he can throw. It's it's not a good look for the Bengals because they give up a lot of yards after the catch and they don't have a good secondary. So for me, I feel like that's big. Um, and on the flip side, I think Joe Burrow can make some passes, passes complete some passes. Now he may throw for three hundred yards. I just don't think it's enough in this spot to win and. I don't think and, and winning is a and people don't understand winning is hard. You know, this is not going out there and playing your best football every day. You need to complete games from everybody to win. And I don't think they've shown uh they can they've showed uh that they can win games consistently. And I think that's uh that's big. You gotta be able to win games in this league, you gotta be able to put together, you know, a team. The Baltimore Ravens win. They've always won season after season. So I think that's uh, I think that's big. Yeah, no, this is a 
Yeah, this is one of those um those playoff games. This is a playoff game right here. So, you know, you you do wonder is Cincinnati ready for that? Um, is Zach Taylor ready for that? You know, some of these games come on, come down to decision making. Um, you know, we've seen Harbaugh make a few decisions there and you know, it not work out in that in their favor. I always feel like one of those games where it possibly could work in their favor. You just you just never know. You know, it's uh and you know it, the 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 part about it that only part about it that bothers me is the fact that the Ravens are so depleted in the secondary and the Bengals got this they got they got wide receiver weapons to attack them that's the only thing i'm like okay that can cause issues so that also leads me um leads me to the over you know even with huntley it's like you know this is uh you know this seems like uh, over is a good play but then looking at the over from the first look it being 44 i was like man that seems low why is it so low <laughs> So, um, yeah, that's that's the way I was leaning as well. I I I, I lean towards the Ravens. I like uh, I like now that it's at four and a half. That's a four four and a half always is a good underdog number. Um, and then I lean towards the uh, the total in this game as well, going over. Um, you know, I think it's a, a game where both teams can exploit the other's team's secondary. Um. And I think I agree, that I agree with that. They have chances to to get in range and and put up points. Um, and uh, the Ravens are getting back some guys offensively, some receivers because I think they had a few guys that was out uh, last week due to COVID as well. So um, I think Marquise Brown was out last week, and um, I think another receiver might have been out last week. Maybe Sammy Watkins. Yeah, St. Marco, he's been inconsistent all season. So, I mean, he's been down with injuries all season long. So, do you see this number going moving um, anymore before kickoff? Um, it's, it's definitely possible. Um, I think people are on ride the Huntley train, though, man. I just, you know, I mean, you feel about, you know, people riding the wave. I mean, Huntley went out there as the Packers who, you know, without, they're all pro nose tackle and, and they were able to he was able to run, you know, without without uh, middle, you know, pressure. And I think most people are oh and I think people are really ignoring the fact that, you know, that the Rams are beat up as they are. So I just, you know, I feel like there's gonna be a space where if Aaron Rodgers can do it, then you know, Burrow can do it. But I love the D the D coordinators, uh the phase is saying that, you know, this is not Aaron Rodgers. No, there's no gold jacket over there in Cincinnati. So that's enough for me to feel like it could move because there's a lot of narrative going into this game and a lot of unknown. So Huntley's basically playing for a job as well, too. So I think you should – I think it should move in Baltimore's favor, honestly. Come back down towards four. Yeah. Yeah, four, I believe so. I wouldn't be surprised if they might line them, though. Yeah, I mean, it, the two and a half right there alone was the part that I was like, that's saying a lot, you know, that's saying a lot. They didn't just beat the Ravens last time. They, like, really whooped them. Like, yeah, whooped they, on they, them they really whooped, they whooped <laughs> them heavy. They tried to come back, but they whooped them. Yeah, 
Yeah, they they whooped them. So it's you know at home to not even get that you know a, a field goal that kind of that definitely kind of woke me up on that one. But yeah, no, that's uh that's my look on that one is uh, Baltimore plus the plus four and a half and and the over um, over the year forty four. Yeah, I'm with you on the points on that one. Gotcha. Next game we got here, we got the Rams at the Vikings. Rams favorite three and a half, total of 49. And this one open, Rams three and a half. has ticked down to three, back up to three and a half, total 49 still there. Um, Rams. Rams coming off the win last week there. Uh, yeah, Rams at the Seahawks. That's right. Rams win yeah. at home Good twenty win. to ten. Good. Good divisional win there. And then we got the Definitely. Vikings. Vikings coming off. They play earlier. Oh, they play the Bears. That's right. Vikings. Yeah, Vikings coming off a uh, road division division win against the Bears, seventeen to nine. Um, this would be a uh, it's an interesting game here because I, I I see I see points on both sides. Um, Thielen's status is very important in this game, so he looks to be questionable that he might play. Um, I think the Vikings uh, need to have him out there. Uh, they want if they want a chance in this game and um Donald versus the Minnesota O-line um definitely is a uh, is something that I'm interested to in look at um but I agree with you on that one but um yeah I I would say I would say one thing about this game that makes me not like and and I and there's reasons to like the Vikings I mean the Rams are in a tough spot they played on Tuesday and they got to turn around, go on the road, and play a short a short week against a, you know, a Vikings team that's competitive, fighting for their playoff life as well. So this is a tough spot for the Rams. And but the part that makes me not like the Vikings side, and it, it is is that Aaron Donald versus that Vikings O line. You know, we've seen this Vikings team um, when they struggle is because they can't generate a run and they get blown up. And this is one of those games where I feel the Rams have a chance to overpower their offensive line. And, um, you know, if that happens, then uh, the Vikings might not score many points this game, especially without a healthy a healthy Thielen because, you know, you can – Cook too, put, right? Huh? Is Cook out too? Yep, Dalvin Cook is out as well. So, you know, you can match up Ramsey with Jefferson. I'm not saying Jefferson can't, you know, you know, play well, but, you know, he's going to work, you know, work for uh, work for his catches. And it's a game that 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 part about it makes me not like the Vikings. So but I don't like the spot for the Rams either. But it's uh, I would say the 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 only way I look towards this game is I lean Rams and. um I lean towards the total going under just because I see the Vikings may could possibly struggle to score in this game. Yeah, I don't have a designated side. 
the line said that the Vikings cover. <laughs> That's what the line is really telling. But because obviously Rams been on a short week, but I think Rams are catching a stride. And outside of the Cowboys, I think they're going to go into the NFC playoffs. That's probably the hottest team in the football. I don't even think they played a complete game yet, honestly. I feel like they struggled to be consistent on both sides of the ball. The Rams was kind of like a tune. I mean, uh, the Seahawks was kind of like a tune-up game, and they played a beat-up team. And I think they'll finish the Vikings too. Uh, that's why I lean towards it because I don't. I just you know without Dalvin Cook, Thielen may not play. And if he plays, not going to be healthy. And that offensive line got to go out there and and guard a, a Von Miller. Finally, got his first sack. Yeah, go out Leonard Floyd, Von Miller, and Eric Donald for 60 minutes of a football game. So to me, it's just it's just not a good spot for Minnesota. They're in the playoffs right now, so it's good. The NFC is very weak this year. So they still got something to play for. But at the end of the day, it's like they just in a bad spot. You know, he's catch the wrong end of the particular. You gotta catch the Rams at the end, and that's just the way the shit was drawn. And, no, it's not going to be – I just don't think it's going to be in their favor. So I'm with you. I lean more towards the Rams, but the only really player prop I got in this game was Matt Stafford uh, over two touchdown passes. Yeah, that's not a bad one. Yeah. But yeah, for that game. So, yeah, that's all I really have to I'm, I'm with you on this. I'm like, yeah, it's a tough one to bet. You know, the, the, the way it looks, the Rams should just, just destroy them. The defense is down right down, but you know, Kirk Cousins is Kirk Cousins. Yeah, <laughs> and I definitely wouldn't. Expect. I definitely wouldn't play it at three and a half. If I played it, it would only be. I would have to. It would have to be three. Um, yeah, I agree. But uh, it's an early game too. You know, traveling Minnesota, it's in a dome. You know, Stafford's played there before, so it's not like it's a surprise for him. So that's why I like you know the player prop. I'll even take him over 266 yards and what they got his ass. Cam Akers is coming back off of Achilles, torn Achilles in six months. It's even crazier. Um, but I would take 250 and two touchdown passes for Stafford if I would do it. That's not bad. Yeah, and then they just they just released a cornerback this week, I think, if I'm not mistaken. A starter. Breland? Yeah, Rashad Breland. Yeah, he something when he got into it with somebody in his staff or somebody or somebody in the apartment complex or something like that. So they had to let him go. Yeah. Who do you think this game could uh, I'm looking at this and I'm thinking it's probably gonna close three and a half. You think you're getting almost more? four. You think it closes at four? Yeah, when the Thielen lose come out that he won't play, I'll say four. If it comes out of play, it'll 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 move to three and a half and it'll stay there. But the end, if the feeling gets rolled out, it could probably jump to five. You think it goes as high as five? Yeah, if Thielen doesn't play, it goes as high as five. You can't beat them without one receiver. Yeah, I mean, no, I I, uh, I agree. I mean, I don't know how much of the no line receiver is accounting no for. Uh, I don't know how much of the line right now is accounting for him uh, playing or not playing. Yeah, so it's hard to hard for me to say say that. I think Thielen's probably worth a half point, maybe a, a point, half point, maybe. Yeah, I was, I would say a half point. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, I don't have any. I don't have anything else on this one. Just uh, yeah, just the under under us more than uh the Ram side. All right, next one we got here. We got the Bills at the Patriots. Patriots favorite two and a half, total of 43 and a half. And this one opened New England two, total of 44. Patriots coming off that road loss at Indiana. 17 to 27. And then we got the uh we got the Bills here coming off. Um Victory over the Panthers. Panthers at home against the Panthers, 31-14. So we get a rematch of the – it won't be – won't have the the extreme weather like last last time, but we get a rematch of this AFC – AFC's matchup, basically for the division um, this game. Um, What's your your looks on this one here? Uh, I like the Buffalo Bills in this game. Um, I think they got a, the, 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 I like the Buffalo Bills and I like them leaning towards the over. Um, you know, obviously there's no weather condition in the game. I think Josh Allen will probably take this game a little more personal. He'll throw the ball. I like his completions up to um, 25 and above for his completions as well. I think they're just going to go out there and, and throw the ball and, and, and force them to defend in all phases. Um, you know, if you don't let a team come out and run the ball and you disrespect you like that and don't pass the ball, um, so you got to come out there and take that personal. And also, like, Bill's first quarter. I lean, total, I lean Bill's total for the whole game because I feel like they can – it is for a division. Um, Mac Jones, you know, he may step on play, but this is when you really figure out what is he really going to show a rookie that, that had some good spots this year or is he a real rookie with veteran poise and he can lead your team to victory. And I think that's what they'll find out this weekend. But I just think the, the Bills haven't really played really great this season. And I think they got to close out strong. So I, I like them to close out strong. Yeah. This game is um, – it's uh, there are some question marks in this one. Um, Bills do have a few injuries. Uh, I think they'll be missing two of the receivers. You know, Beasley will be out. I think Davis will be out as well. Um, Manuel Sanders looks like he was out out before, so I'm, I'm not sure who's in the lineup for Buffalo um, as far as receivers. But um, and then also the New England uh, has a few injuries. Uh, I think um, Aguilar was in concussion protocol, I believe, and um, was another receiver. Harry, Akil Harry was in concussion protocol as well. So, and I think Kendra Bourne had an injury throughout the week. So, they may be a little banged up in their receiving core. And then they were missing a running back last week from practice, Damian, um, Damian Harris. So, um, and then it looks like maybe some coaches from the Bills in protocol as well. Um, Missing some offense, Bills missing a few offensive linemen as well. So, um, yeah, it's a lot of COVID, COVID news and injury news in this one. I'm not really too sure who's playing and who's not right now. This is one I probably 
kind of wait and see to get a little bit more clarification as far as who's in and who's out. Um, but I can see Patriots getting some money, so um, I could see this game going up to three, and I wouldn't mind uh, looking towards taking taking a field goal there. But I will, I would just I just want to know who's playing and who's not in this one because it looks uh looks to be all over the place, which we kind of getting at in a lot of the games as well. But um, yeah, it's um. It's definitely one I like the spot for the Bills. Uh, I think they definitely, um, they definitely got to come in here and take advantage and change the narrative. Uh, what a better place to do it than in Foxborough. And then, but on the other side, I, I just don't like the matchup. I just think if you're gonna beat the Patriots, you gotta you gotta run the football. That's where they the weakest at. We've seen teams have success against them last week in the. Indianapolis just ran the football down their throat. Tennessee ran it for like almost 300 yards. Um, the Saints ran the ball. Like it's just that's those are teams that typically have most success. And the Buffalo's best run game is their quarterback, you know. So it's um, you know, I don't know if they're gonna play the way that they need to play in order to beat beat New England. And that's the only uh that's my only cause for concern about Buffalo at this point. But, um, you know, I don't know. If I was looking at a prop, I would probably look at Josh Allen rushing yards. I think he'll probably look to make some more plays with his feet. Um, and, um, you know, I kind of lean towards Buffalo uh, on a teaser, pushing it up to eight and a half, um, going through three, going through seven. Um, I think it'd be hard to New England beat them by margin, but you know I could see it being a close game. It's 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 a tough one for me to pick either side. Uh, it start it opening up at one and a half, kind of gave me a feel of this is a Bills game, but just so much uncertainty with who's playing with the Bills right now. I'm just I'm just not sure about the side. Yeah, I can agree with you there. Like I said, I, I like the I like the Bills in this game. That's yeah, it is, I, I, it is a spot for them to win. You know, you always would never want to bet against Bill Belichick, but I just think this is one of those spots where Josh Allen reminds people that, you know how good of a quarterback he is. And, you know, big game for him. You know, got to win division like he did last year, and you can't let be you can't let a team beat you like the way they beat you. So hopefully, they come out with some pride. But that's that's all I have for that one. Got you. Next game we got here, we got the Steelers at the Chiefs. Chiefs favorite eight and a half, total 45 and a half. And this one opened Kansas City minus nine, total 48. Uh, Steelers coming off that win at home uh, against the Titans, 19 to 13. Um, so came back, got a big win there. And the Chiefs coming off that Thursday night win on the road against the Chargers in overtime, 34-28. Uh, big comeback victory there on the road. Um, got some question marks here as well in this game. Uh, looks like Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill um, are both in protocol. Not sure if they'll play yet. You know, some of these guys go into protocol and then they, they get out of protocol, you know, in time to play the game. So, you know, kind of just got to keep your eyes peeled. Peel back for those. 
Um, and then the Steelers here, um, I don't see, I didn't see any news as far as COVID protocol for them, but, you know, they've been a team that's just kind of been hanging around um, this season. They play well as an underdog. Um, just a couple of trends here. I, I, I like the under in this game, uh, open 48. First time I really saw it was at 46 and it's come down and went down to 44 and a half back up to 45. Um, under six and two, uh, last eight meetings between these two, uh, typical under games, even when they had firepower over in Pittsburgh with Le'Veon Bell, Antonio Brown, and just the matchup was, uh, very low scoring, uh, KC under four and one last five games as a home favorite Pittsburgh under last 10 of 14 games in December. Um, so I think it's just a matchup where it, Pittsburgh would kind of hang around, but it'd be because that defense just plays well, kind of just slows slows the game down. And, you know, if one of those guys are missing from Kansas City, you know, it's going to mess up that rhythm there. Um, and then Tomlin's put together some game plans against this Kansas City Chiefs team. So, you know, I think they'll have a um, – I think they'll be able to kind of put something together, together there. But at the same time, I think Kansas City can run off in this game, you know, at some point as well. But uh, I think it, uh, you know, I think the total for both teams there is just just a little bit high. Um, what's your, what was your looks on this one right here? Man, I don't have a side for this game. Um, I don't like the fact that I don't know if Kelsey or Hill is going to play. It's a huge one for me. Um, if I had to do, I would do any time touchdown of Najee Harris. Um, that's really it. And I don't, it's, it's tough. Um, the under would look under looks good, you know, especially if those guys don't play. Definitely, I, I pass from home without them too. I would hate to see it look almost probably like Brady did on on Sunday Night Football. So I, I just it's tough to it's tough to have a side if everybody was healthy and play. I probably would lean towards Kansas City, but um, I, I'm just with on the under. I think both teams are become very physical lately, dominant when they're front four. And I think they can make each quarterback, especially the one that's non-mobile and Big Ben, um, a little more uh, a little more pressed. So, like I said, I, I, it is hard to me. This, injury, this game has so many injuries, so it's kind of kind of making me off of it. Yeah. No, I mean, Hill and Kelsey are big pieces. So, you know, them playing or not playing is huge. Um so, you know, one of them is ruled out. Both of them is ruled out. You know, this that total is going to drop um, drop at least to 44. And it probably gets steamed a little bit more after that. Um, I would be uh, I'd be kind of concerned about the under if it didn't if it didn't move, if one of them was ruled out. But not sure how much they're they're accounted into that total right now. So, you know, it's one of those things, one of those things you just kind of got to wait and watch. Um, you know, Sunday, whenever they rule who's in or is out, or tomorrow, you know, I'm not sure when, but uh, yeah, that's that's the under on this game is probably is is my best my best play this week. Um, I like this one. Outside of that, um, kind of haven't narrowed it down to the other best plays. It's kind of, you know, the COVID stuff has kind of you know made it not as um, attractive to really go and put 
you know, put your real money, big money on any of these because, you know, there's just so much variance right now of what's going on. And, you know, if you don't know what's, who's playing in none of these games, it's, it's even even more difficult. I feel that 100%, especially with those, those are the big pieces. You can lose a lot, but you can't lose a top three all-time tight end and a top 10 wide receiver and, and, and expect to, you know, not the game plan to be 100% changed. Yeah. yeah. That was all I had on that one. Did you have uh, – that was a, no, a slight of games we have. You got any – any looks or picks on any games we didn't discuss or any thoughts, opinions? Uh, none for me. I, I like those slides. Um, didn't really look at anything outside of that. Um, that was intriguing. You know, those are hot games. Starting to, we're starting to get a lot of more garbage games as of, of, of coming up now that, you know, this is really a divisional game. It's kind of one game off and back division. So, no, uh, this was good for me. I didn't see anything else, I, I, you know, I would bet on that I liked. Yeah, I had uh, I t- two other plays in games that we didn't discuss. Um, um, I like the uh, CD Lamb over receptions, um, in that game. Um, it kind of the only thing that kind of leans me off of that one is Amari Cooper talking about um, you know, the offense. So, you know, you never know how that might work out. They might lean throw him the ball a little bit more, but I like how they. I like how CD was able to find uh, find uh, opportunities against this defense. How they moved him around the field, and you know he didn't play that well last game. So I, I like him to bounce back. And then I like the Carolina Panthers team total under sixteen and a half. Um, seems like they're going to do a little quarterback shuffle over there in Carolina, and you know run a few different quarterbacks out there, um, and. You know, this Tampa Bay team is going to have to play a little bit different. I think we talked about this before, but I think their defense is going to play a lot, a lot better down the stretch. I think they'll have, uh, even with the injuries, I think they're going to find a way to come together and they'll play a lot better. They play really well against the Saints. I mean, three field goals in a game, it's not much you can do after that. But um, I think they'll play well against this Carolina offense who has no – no, I guess, direction of what they want to do at quarterback. Um, you know, they're kind of shut guys down at running back. They got one guy to actually try to throw the ball to a receiver, and the O-line has just been um, – has been just poor this year. So, you know, I don't think this Definitely is a game cool. where Carolina can exploit the weakness, which is the, the secondary at Tampa Bay and – I think they'll just have trouble, you know, putting points on the board. Yeah, I'm in agreement with that last one. That uh, abysmal disaster in Carolina. Um, Publicly coming out and not trading for Deshaun Watson or giving whatever they wanted to get for him was a mistake. Um, But also the skim schematically, I I don't think Matt Rule will be back next year, honestly. But that's just my theory on it. Uh, They say he got one more year, but I'm not buying it. Man, they made a big bet on Sam Darnold. You know, you you make a big bet like that. I don't know whose choice that was or, you know, if that was a GM or if that was a coach choice, but that was uh, 
that was that was not a that was not a good move because it, it set you back. Stuff like that set you back as a franchise. So they'll probably be looking to get a quarterback. I wouldn't be surprised if they're looking at Pickett, um, the pick quarterback. Um, but they'll be they'll be looking they'll be looking at somebody there because they got to get a quarterback and they got to get a fix up the offensive line. It's it's, it's not good right now. But defensively, they're not bad. They got playmakers, man. Jeremy Chin, you know, he fights for a Pro Bowl spot every every year. He's talented. I mean, the linebackers are decent. I don't know why they can't really stop the run, but um, yeah, they got some pieces to work with. But they got to get find a quarterback first um, to get going. And yeah, and like you said, it might it might be a new coach there. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I'm in agreement with that. Cool. All right, man. Well, that's all I got. Man, well, that's all the slate here, week 16. Thank you all for tuning in to All Bets In with my guy, Sports. I'm B Spurl. You can find me at Spurl online. That's Twitter and Instagram. Uh, dropped a few pics on there as well, here and there. Um, and then you can find us at my guy, Sports. Um, that's Instagram and Twitter. Um, and where can they find you at, Rich? Uh, Moneyline Rich, uh, Rich Will on Instagram. Uh, my guy is Rich Will on Twitter. Tap in with us. You know, we, we give a few gems there every now and then, a couple of tweets of what's going on, and just kind of spread some information. But, yeah, check us out there for sure. Yes, sir. I appreciate y'all tuning in. Happy holidays to y'all. Safe travels. Yeah, and, happy uh, holidays. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and, uh, you know, everybody be blessed and enjoy family and friends, man. Take care. All right, y'all as well, man. I'll catch the tickets. Yes, sir. Thanks for tuning in to All Bets In with My Guy Sports. With My Guy Sports. Check us out next time and remember to bet responsibly.